All right, well, let's look at 3 John 2. We've, we've been in a series called God Wants You Well. I believe this is part 4. 3 John verse 2, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper and uh, prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health. In Amplified Classic, it says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well. Aren't you glad God covered the, the wellness of our body? Your body is important to you. I know my body is important to me. Thank God we're not going to have to use this same body for eternity. But right now on the earth, you need it to get around. When you don't have your body anymore, that's when you're done. Because you need it. It's your, it's your earth suit. You need it to get around here. And, you know, when you're done, when your body's done, then you're done. But your body is not you. Your body is the vehicle you get around in. But aren't you glad that God made provision for us to have well bodies? That's what it says here. NIV, in the NIV, the same verse, says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. That you may enjoy good health. In the NLT, it says, Dear friend, I hope all is well with you, and that you are as healthy in body as you are strong in spirit. And actually, those go together. If you're strong in spirit, uh, you'll be healthy in body. If you're strong in spirit, in the things that pertain to healing, your body will be well. It'll be strong. We're going to talk about that some tonight. Just God's Word brings health and wholeness. Look at John 10.10. It says, the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. So that's the devil. We talked about this some as we're getting into this series. If you haven't heard the messages, go listen to them. They're on a number of places on our website, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Go go, uh, catch up because we'll keep building. But we covered some of that. The thief does not come except to steal, kill, and to destroy. I have come, Jesus talking, I have come that they, his sheep, that's us, may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. So he said the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, you know sickness does those things. It steals from you. It kills. It destroys. Well, that's, that's the devil. And we talked about that. But Jesus came that we may have life and have it more abundantly. You know when you're in good health, uh, you enjoy life more. It's just a fact. Well, that's what Jesus wants. That's what God wants for his children. In the NLT, it says, The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and to destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. That's Jesus' purpose. Part of that is bodily health. Acts 10.38 says, How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Now, we covered that in detail, but you can see it clearly just from this verse. We covered these verses. It says, Jesus went about doing good and healing. So doing good and healing, those go together. All who were oppressed by the devil. So the devil's the one that oppresses. Sickness is of the devil. So anything sickness-wise, we just need to, to, to settle it in our minds 
it's not from God and we don't need to have it. And we need to get bold, sassy, strong about that. That just any kind of thought that would be like, well, maybe you need to or may, no, no. It's God's will that we be healthy, period. Now, now we need to just push through and say, no, I'm going to have it. And even if we're coming up, in, that's why we're covering these things. We're looking at the word and look what it, it has to say. And uh, in the walking out of it, but we need to settle it. I, I'm going to be well. I am well according to the word and I, it's, it's, it's manifesting in my body and I'm not doing without. It's, it's the devil who would want us to be sick and tries to bring sickness, tries to get us to accept it, tries to get you just to put up with it. Well, that's just your lot. No, eradicate those thoughts. That's why we're covering some of this. Let's look at Proverbs 4, verse 20. And like we said, we're just going to cover different aspects of these things. Uh, throughout the series, we're just going to meditate and sit and camp on these things. On healing, we need mind renewal. Proverbs 4, verse 20 says, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they, his, his words, are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth, and put perverse lips far from you. So this is talking about God's words. And he's saying, they are life to you. They're health to you. And he said to hold on to him. Let's read, let's read this passage again. Verse 20, my son, give attention to my words. So pay attention to them. And we're talking about, you know, all his words are good, but we're talking about the words on healing. We're going to talk about that specifically. Pay attention to him. Incline your ear to my saying. So pay attention to what he has said concerning these things. Verse 21, do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So you stay focused on them. Keep, keep them before your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Focus on what he said. And this is something you need to do when you have symptoms in your body, when you're dealing with something that's pressing on you physically, you got to look at what he said. Because you'd be tempted to look at what you're dealing with. That doesn't mean you ignore what you're dealing with. Okay, faith, people have gotten, you know, uh, wrong ideas about faith or just made stuff up. The Bible doesn't teach that you ignore symptoms and you act like they're not there. That's not faith. The Bible says, call those things that be not as though they were, not call those things that are as though they be not. It doesn't tell you to ignore. It doesn't tell you to say they're not there. It tells you to look at God's word in spite of what you, you, you can look just exact. You can look at your body and say, yep, that's there. Just like this faith works the same in every area, finances, relationships. You don't deny circumstance. You say, yep, that's true. I mean, that's, that's a fact right now, but God's word says something else. And so the, the natural thing is subject to change. I'm not denying it. I'm not ignoring it. I'm just saying there's a greater truth Amen. that will cause this to change. Just because your body looks one way at three o'clock in the afternoon doesn't mean it has to look that way at three o'clock tomorrow. Amen. Everybody in this room has experienced that. 
probably going up and down. You know, it felt great yesterday. Don't feel so good today. Well, if it can go down, it can go up. You don't feel so great today? Well, doesn't mean you got to stay that. You can feel great tomorrow. You can feel great 15 minutes from now. You start saying what God said and agree with him. So, yeah, you, have, you may have symptoms. You may be fighting something in the natural, but don't say, well, I got symptoms, so I guess I got I to gotta stay here. Just, it, just even without any talking about any faith, you know it can change. Somebody that's just going, you know, a child could go, mommy, daddy, I don't feel well. And then an hour later, they're outside running around and playing. Even at just, just, just a child, no faith involved. I mean, just because the body's meant, it, it heals itself. That's a part of God's power. God put that into us. So here it's saying, verse 21, Do not let them, his words, in, uh, depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So you gotta, you got to do that, especially when you're dealing with something. i got to keep his words in my, my uh, heart and in front of my eyes because there's something else pushing on me. And that's not, that's not necessarily easy, but it's possible. And, you know, um, there have been people... You know, don't ever knock somebody that's going through something if you haven't walked through the same thing. If you don't know what it's like to walk through their circumstance, we should just keep our mouth shut, all of us. You know, it, you know if somebody's going through excruciating pain, co- um, constant chronic pain, um, you know, th- there's going to be a challenge there, but there have been people that have walked through massive challenges in their body and took, took their eyes off that and put it on the Word of God, and yet, even though they were facing a lot of pain, were able to go through, put their eyes on God, put their eyes on the Word, and come out healed. And so it's possible. Nobody is saying it's easy. Nobody, we should never make light, and we should be careful when we're just talking to somebody, well, just believe God. Well, you... We shouldn't be so flippant. Yes, you should believe God, but maybe that's not the most helpful thing if you haven't walked through it, right? We want to be a blessing to each other, not be the faith police and say, well, just believe God. Well, have you? if you had walked through that, you might say, yeah, I know what you're dealing with. Believe God. I know, and you, you have empathy, right? You're dealing. I mean, we, we want to be helpful to one another, not just um, academic. You know, just like, well, this is what the Bible says. Well, yeah, we know. there's a difference between knowing what the driver's manual is and getting in the car. I'll give you a real good example, practical example. Okay, uh, may or may not be able to relate to it, but, you know, I used to play a lot of video games growing up. But there was a gap. I didn't play, you know, I, I played Nintendo, Atari growing up, you know, then the, you know, later Nintendos, but didn't play a lot of the PlayStation. Some of you guys are know what I'm talking about. Some of you are not, but I'll try to, you know, fill in the blanks. But, you know, when the controllers got more and more complicated, okay, like the Nintendo had, you know, a little pad and it had two buttons. The Atari before that had one button and just a controller. I mean, most of the, the game sta- uh, controllers now, I'd have to count them up how many buttons they have. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, and then couple, and then like three j- pads. So you're dealing with a lot more inputs. Well, see, I'd, I had not dealt with that for a long time. My kids have been playing it, and I was like, 
you know, I'd go and pick something up. You know, they were playing this one game. I was like, well, I'll try it. This was years ago. And I blew myself up, like, immediately, over and over. They were laughing at me. And, and so then I took another run at it, you know, a while ago. I was like, you know, I really want to just, you know, I like me together. I wanted to play with them. But watching them play, you're like, yeah, I can do that. I can make the guy run and shoot. You take the controls, and it's like, I'm going. I mean, my, my guy's looking up, down, left, and right. I can't shoot anything, you know, and we're playing with other people. As soon as I ran to somebody, I'm dead. And I'm like, I used to be good at this. I was good. But just looking at it, it's like it's, man, you're doing it. So, I mean, my, all my kids. Brianna's laughing. Brianna hasn't played that, no. The other three, I was like, no, Brianna really wasn't playing like some of these games. She played Mario Kart stuff. I like Mario Kart. But they all, my, my youngest kids, you know, when you have your youngest children mocking you, when you used to be good, I'm like, Are you, shut up. I used to be good at this, all right? I'm learning. Come on, Dad, just do that and that. I'm, like, I'm trying. I know what to do. I just can't do it. You already told me what to do. Yes, I know I'm supposed to do that. I'm just, my controls are not catching up with my brain yet. Come on, you're supposed to, I know, I'm just not doing it. That's a lot like what we're talking about. You may know from the book what to do, but you're talking to somebody else. You're like, just do this. I know, but you don't, you're going through pain. You're dealing with something in your body and it, it's a lot different when you're walking through it. Somebody's going, well, just do that. I guess I see the Bible. I know. I understand. But I'm trying to walk it through in real time. I got a job. I'm trying, I didn't get enough sleep last night. Not talking about confessing those things. It's just when you're walking through it. It's a different thing than just watching somebody else's testimony about it. You know, I heard the guy talk. Wow, I mean, he did this and this and this. That's what I do. And, and, and then when you're dealing with it, it's another thing. Not, not saying we can't walk through it. Not saying you ought to give up. Just we know that's where, when there's the, the that's the fight. When you're dealing with the pain, when you're dealing with something, when you're believing God and you know, well, gosh, it's not supposed to happen like this. It's already supposed to be God. Well, that's the challenge when you believe God in spite of circumstance. And so then we can have empathy with other people. Once you've been in the trenches a few times, and you're like, yeah, okay, I understand. And you're not so quick to just tell everybody what to do or to say, hey, you just, just believe God. I know, I know, I know. We're walking through it. Amen? God is faithful, and he, he, He's always faithful to perform His Word. So it says, verse 22. Well, let's look at verse 21. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them, and health... To all, your flesh, all their flesh. They, the words of God, are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. 
So their life and their health. Let's look at um, verse 22 in the Amplified Classic. It says, For they, the, word of, the words of God, are life to those who find them and healing and health to their flesh. Their healing and health to their flesh. What? The words of God. Their healing and health. So God's words are healing to us. In the NIV, it says, For they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. They are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. What are we talking about? God's word. God's words are health to us. In the Jubilee Bible, it says, For they are life unto those who find them and medicine to all their flesh. God's words are medicine to us. His words are actually life and health and medicine. As we hear what God has said, especially on healing when we're dealing with this subject, it will produce health in your life. God's words will do that in every area. We're talking about healing. It will produce health and healing in your body. As we look to his word, as we look to what he has said, it will actually start to produce healing. Just understanding what he said and focusing on that is going to produce faith. And that faith then is going to receive what God has done. So his words, they themselves are life and health and medicine, but then the result of them, uh, you know, get, bringing faith to you, that's how you get faith is hearing his word. You've heard it when we hear. That's why we, we teach and preach these things. As we're hearing it, our faith rises. As we hear, no, it's got always God's will to heal. No, it's never God's will for us to be Sick. So if we haven't heard that, when we do hear it, if faith will come up, it's like, oh, okay, well, no, I'm going to believe that then. And there's faith to just shut down thoughts that would be contrary. Well, how did that come? You heard the truth. You hear the word. Romans 10, 17 says, so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That means faith comes when you hear the word of God in, in any area. So when you're talking about healing, how is faith going to come? It doesn't come by just going, okay, I'm just going to, I want to believe I'm healed. I'm going to believe I'm healed. Not in isolation. It comes, you don't try to believe. Believing, faith comes automatically when you hear what God has said. Faith rises up because you hear the truth and, oh, that's true? You mean God just wants me well? You mean God's power is available to me now? Okay, well then faith comes up. Faith is not something we have to try real hard to work up. If we're trying to make it happen, trying to work at it, then it's a sign that somewhere we don't have an understanding. We haven't heard the word because the, when, the, when, when we hear the word concerning healing, then faith is there. It gets stronger as we hear. We don't have to exercise our will to believe you have to exercise your will to stand but you know not get pushed off the word but you don't have to try to believe you just have to believe and just stay believing let's look at Luke 5 for 15 
So God's word is medicine to it, to us. It's, it's uh, life and health to us. And as his words come, then it changes. It changes how we see things so that we're able to receive. Talking about Jesus, verse 15 says, However, the report went around concerning him, concerning Jesus, all the more. And great multitudes came together, notice, to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. So great multitudes came to Jesus to hear him and to be healed. Notice they heard. They heard something. What did they hear? They heard Jesus proclaiming that he was anointed by God to set the captives free, that he was anointed, like it talks about in Luke 4. And so they had heard about him, and they came to hear him, and then they were healed by him. But notice the word of God went forth. The truth of God's word went forth. Jesus is the living word. He was there. They were hearing him talk and, and finding out that they could be well. Look at Luke six seventeen. And he came down with them and stood on a level place with the crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon who came to, what? Hear him and be healed of their diseases. Notice, they came to hear him. You know, sometimes we just want to, you know, people, it's, it's natural, it's understandable. People just, I just want it to go away. I just want to be healed. Okay, but when you're coming to God... You're listening to what he said. And listening to what he said causes faith to rise up so you can be made well. And when you're made well, that you can keep it because you understand what he said about it. His word going forth is what's going to change us. There's life and there's health in his word. It is actually his medicine. But notice, they came to hear him and be healed of their diseases. Verse 18, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him, for power went out from him and healed them all. So Jesus went about proclaiming the gospel, and people came to, them, came to him and heard. Well, we are doing the work of Jesus as Christians on earth. We're, we're reading the gospel. We're proclaiming God's word. And the same things that happened in the word of God back then can happen now. They're available now. The word of God is the same now. And the truth of God's word is the same now. And God's power is the same. God's will is the same. God hasn't taken a break from healing. He's not waiting for something to happen in 2022 before, before his power can be manifested in our life. He's not waiting for 2023 or 24, assuming we get that far. Jesus is going to come back some point. There's not some break that, that somehow he was doing stuff back then, but he doesn't do it anymore. No, we'll get into that more. But no, it's, it's his, the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what anything he was doing then, he's doing now. The reason there's, there's gaps in history where this, these things aren't happening is because the word's not going forth. People aren't believing it. It's, people aren't hearing it. You know, People don't choose not to believe it. 
but his word is health, and it's just as much health now as it was at any point. And as we hear his word, then it can be health in our life. But we look and we focus on it and say, okay, I, 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 need, I need healing in my body. Well, then look at what he said. Listen to what he said. Listen to what, he, his tr- what the, the truth of God's word is. Focus on that. And it may take us putting something, putting other things out of the way. We all, I mean, everybody has stuff to do. You know, everybody's at a different phase of life. You, you know, you may be a student. You may be, uh, you know, have small children. You may be working. There's, there's all types of, of things that we have going on. But one thing is the same is that we're going to have to put away, like it said in Proverbs, it said, give attention to my words. That means you're going to have to give attention. That means you have to look away from something else. We may have a lot going on. But we have to, we're going to have to take our eyes off what's going on and look at God's Word so that that Word, see the Word is, is powerful. The Word is health and healing. But the way that becomes manifest in our lives is, and affects us is when we look at the Word and listen to the Word and hear the Word. How it becomes medicine in our lives is when we give it attention. Psalm 107, 17. It says, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble. And He saved them out of their distresses. He sent His word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Notice it says, He sent His word and healed them. He sent his word and healed them. His word carries the power for us to be well. His word carries truth that will help us to see the truth in our lives so that we can act on the word so that we can be well. It is actually medicine to us. The way that we would look at taking a medicine that a doctor would prescribe is the way we ought to look at the Word of God, that if we can get that Word in front of us and get that Word in us, then that will transform us and that can heal our bodies. The same way something physical could do that, God's Word is living and powerful, and as we bring that in, it has the ability to transform our bodies. It has the ability to bring faith to our hearts and illuminate our minds so that we can see clearly, so that we can grab on to what God has provided in His Word. And it doesn't matter if we've heard certain parts of His Word before, no more than if you took a physical, a a, a natural medicine three years ago, but you weren't taking it now, And if you went to the doctor and they said, well, did you take the medicine? Well, I took it three years ago. I don't know why I have to take it now. Well, I prescribed it now. But I I took it three years ago, and before that I took it ten years ago. Why do I have to take it now? Well, do you want it to work? Do you want it to do anything? Well, sure. We'll just take it now. But sometimes we're like, well, I've heard the word, or 
I did that yesterday. We're not talking about a works thing. We're just saying natural. I mean, if, if God's word's truth and it's medicine and it's health to us, then as we look to it and we, we spend time in it, you're really fellowshipping with him and you're reminding yourself of what he's done. Then it is actually, if we look at it like taking a medicine, like physically you would a medicine, and that it's doing the same thing, then we'll want to, to look at it to spend time and, and, and our attention so that it can do what it needs to do. Today, now, it's great if we've experienced it in the past, but we can experience it now. How does that happen? By giving attention to his word. That that truth then hits us again, because it never gets old. You know, how many of you guys ate at least one meal today? Well, did you, did you have a meal yesterday? You know, some of you may be on a fast. I don't know. But three days ago, four days ago, five days ago, why do we keep eating? Dumb question. Because our body needs food to survive, right? Well, I ate last week. Why do I need to eat today? Number one, we probably want to eat today. Let's be honest. But why do we eat? Because our body needs it. If you don't eat, eventually you would die. Well, why would we look at the Word of God concerning these areas? So that we can experience what it's telling us, so that we can see the truth of God's Word and we can experience it in our lives and we can become real and quicken. Our bodies can be quickened by it just like a, a natural medicine would. Because it's, it's way more powerful than anything a natural medicine can do. God's, God's medicine, his word can do, and much more. It can do things that natural medicine can't do or they don't have a cure for. Look at Psalm 103, verse uh, 1. It says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. Notice in verse 2, it says, Bless the Lord, all my soul, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Don't forget it. Don't forget them. Don't forget them. Well, one way we're not going to forget it is we're going to remind ourselves, we're going to go back and rehearse what he's done and one of those things is, verse 3, it says, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. He's saying, don't forget, he heals all your diseases. Don't forget about that. Just because you heard about healing at one point, don't forget. You, you may not, it may not have left your mind completely, but don't forget that's real. Don't come to the point where it's not real to you. That it's just like, well, we kind of believe that, but we know we say we, we give lip service to that, but we don't really see it, so we just go on. How does that become quick and vital? By us looking at the Word. It's the same for every one of us. You realize there's no secret um, formula that somebody gets that they don't have to do exactly what we're talking about here to look to the Word. Anybody, if they stop looking at the Word and they just start coasting, eventually it's just like if you stop eating. You know there's no special anointing to live the Word. There's anointing to preach the word. 
There's anointing to sing the word, but that's not the same as living the word. Every single one of us has to do the exact same thing in our lives of what we're talking about here. We got to look at the word and we got to make a decision if we're going to put it into practice or not. And the way we're going to be quickened and faith is going to be built up is just by looking at the word. Again, as we're talking about these, don't make it a legalistic thing because people with, with, with things like this, people go, okay, I just got to do it more. No, we're talking about a principle that's true. You need to look at the word, but don't make it now legalistic to where it becomes, you take the spirit out of it and take all the supernatural out of it and just make it like you're just mechanically looking at stuff because you're, you're just going to get into works then. It's the word that hits you and uh, quickens your spirit that's going to matter, not all the number of scriptures you read that are just really going through your eyes and you're just trying to get done with your list. That's not going to help. But his word is medicine to us, it's truth to us, and as we look to his word... Then it'll quicken us like we read. It'll bring healing and health to our flesh. It's medicine to our flesh. It'll quicken our bodies. The word of God is quick and powerful. Hebrews 4.12 says, The word of God is living and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It's powerful. It's powerful. Everybody say powerful. The Word of God is powerful. It will change what the natural remedies will not change. The power of God is able. The Word of God is able to change our bodies. Anything that we need done in our body, God is able to do it. And the truth of His Word will bring that knowledge into our hearts and our minds so we can act and receive what he has already provided and already done. Amen.